Magnificent ones, tonight's a little bit different. I thought it'd be a great idea to share a story and uh, and share something, you know, a little a little positive um, at the end of that story. <clears throat> so years ago, I would often have you know bonfires when I lived at home with my parents, and my friends would come over and we'd have these deep philosophical conversations and I remember one night in particular like it was so vivid I was wearing this white shirt these green pants and you know these these boots and it was fall <clears throat> and you know it was, at this point it was close to being two o'clock in the morning my friend looks at me and he says Oakley everyone is living a lie and everyone's doing drugs. And I said, well, I'm not doing drugs, and I'm not living a lie. And he says, BS. And we began this fierce debate. And normally, when someone else gets worked up, I don't get worked up. But, you know, my friend, whom I love dearly, was saying that everyone was living a lie, and and everyone was on drugs and whatnot, and my goal was to prove him wrong. <clears throat> so, of course, you know, when we, when we um, begin to debate, at the time, I couldn't see what he was trying to say. And he couldn't see what I was trying to say. But I will say it now, that even though he didn't know it, like, he actually won. I was the one that lost the debate. Like, I, should I say, I won the debate, but in terms of the truth of <clears throat> of the, the conversation, like, he was right, and I was wrong. I was just better equipped to argue, because I, at the time, I you know, I often played the part of, as a, of a troll. You know, I love trolling. Um, long story short, his point was, he said, do you drink coffee? And I said, yeah, if, yeah, I drink coffee. He goes, okay, caffeine is a drug. I was like, okay. He said, you know, do you eat sugar? I was like, not really. He goes, well, even if you don't eat sugar, well, you know, that knowingly, well, sugar is a drug. You can have a sugar addiction. A lot of people have sugar addictions, and they don't know they have a sugar addiction. I was like, you know, do do you drink, you know, Beer, bourbon, whiskey, or whatever. And I said, yeah, because, well, alcohol's a drug. So, you know, all valid points, and those are all truthful statements. So by that definition, everyone does drugs, right? <clears throat> I couldn't really see the point that he was trying to get to but at the time, but in the grand scheme of everything, what he was trying to communicate was that he wasn't happy and that sugar, the high doesn't last very long. Caffeine, it wears off. You know, you can drink as much as you want, but like the song says, the bottom of the bottle is always dry. And I just wasn't at that life 
or that point in life where I could see that truth. But now I can. That moment, it forced me to look inward. And sometimes, you know, we, we, we look at mere facts and, you know, arguing, you know, talking points, but we're not necessarily looking at the intent of another person's words and what they're trying to communicate. And this friend of mine is trying to communicate that he is not happy and I am being a bad communicator because I'm not listening. I'm hearing his words, but I'm not listening. And because I'm not listening, how can I be empathetic to what he's trying to communicate? I can't because I haven't opened up myself to be receptive to the message that was being given to me. I remember a quote that I saw a long time ago, and the quote read, If you aim for the moon, you miss the stars. The moon is this one object that's forever fixed in the night sky. And the stars, even though they're not infinite, you know, they seem like you could never possibly count all of them, which you really can't. But my point is that there's just so many of them, and they're all beautiful and unique in their own way. And if we become hyperfixed on one thing, we miss so many other things. Human connection and the ability to understand another human being and to be understood by others is very vital to our existence. Imagine if no one understood you. You know, you were speaking a foreign language. You'd feel like you're a foreign land. You were in, you were in a foreign land. And it's not that you're elsewhere. You'd feel like you're in a foreign land in your own home. What if your sister, brother mother, father, grandfather, didn't understand what you were saying. How would you develop in life knowing that you were never understood? And you could not be understood because you couldn't speak the language and your words never truly connected with those people. Are you going to be a happy person in life or are you going to be a depressed person? I, I don't know what that's like. That was not my upbringing but that's what I got from that interaction. And now I have gained perspective because now I can look for these things. And I remember thinking about writing and how much I love writing. And I can never write anything when I'm happy. You know, I, I can't write happy poems. I don't know why I can't do that. It's just never been something that I ever even attempted to do, my brain just tells me, stop, don't do it. And I always listen. And so I've always just thrived in this melancholic, you know, type of literature and writing. Um, because the dark things, the gray things, there's a beauty in those things too, right? There's a beauty in overcoming something. There's a beauty in understanding that if you're in this dark place right now, that light may come tomorrow, you know, the sun will rise. And that's the, that should be the focus is that the sun will rise. Let the sun be one of the things that you set your, your gaze on because it's also a star in the sky, but it's also not the only star in the sky. So this is the part of the podcast that, you know, I said that I wanted to share something. 
And this is the second part. So the first part was the story. And the second part is this. In the shadows of your sorrow's night, where heavy hearts and teardrops fall, remember, my friend, the dawn is bright, for in each heart there is a resilient call. When clouds obscure your hopeful view and doubts like thunder echo loud, know that skies will also be blue once more. We'll soon break through a hopeful shroud, though grief may hold your spirit tight, and trials test your strength and will. Hold on, dear soul, with all your might, for growth emerges from the still, like seeds that struggle neath the earth to reach towards the vibrant sky, your pain a seed of wondrous worth bears strength within as days go by. For life's tapestry, a masterpiece, is woven with both joy and pain in each thread. A story to release, a symphony of loss and gain. Embrace the storms, for they shall pass, and sculpt a skull that's strong and true. The sun will rise on greener grass with brighter days awaiting you. So when you're lost in darkest night, and hope seem like a distant star. Remember, you possess the might to heal and rise no matter how far. Through valleys low and mountain high, you'll journey on with, held, with head held high. For deep within, a fire shall fly, guiding you towards boundless sky. Believe in strength that lies within, the power to mend and to renew. With open hearts, let's all begin to see the dawn of hope that will one day shine through. I'm not a poet. I just felt kind of uh, Shakespearean slash Edgar Allan Poe-ish. just wanted to share that. And that's why I said this one would be a little bit different. You know, maybe I'll be inspired to write something new. Who knows? But thank you, Magnificent Ones, for being magnificent. And your days won't always be perfect. You know, the, the rain falls because the grass needs to grow. And the, 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 the storm may be brutal and it may be rough, but the storm is also necessary because that is growth. We can't live in discomfort because if we did why would we go to the gym you know we we work out and when we're lifting weights the first time it hurts it sucks but you know what happens your recovery time becomes shorter and shorter and shorter so then it hurts less and less and less the more frequently you do it it becomes normal it's like breathing or walking it becomes a part of who you are so if you think that nothing bad is ever going to happen to you in this life then you are sadly mistaken bad things will always happen but the bad things are what define the person that you'll become the bad things tell you that hey you'll you're ready for this one and you're ready for the next one the bad things reveal who you are you know the the cliches that diamonds are formed under pressure well it's 
That's an oversimplification. I say that people are diamonds and they reveal who they really are because the pressure they put on themselves. Force yourself to grow. Endure. You matter. Your thoughts matter. Your opinions matter. And that's real. Be free.